Good morning or afternoon, wherever you may be joining us today, and happy Monday. Welcome back to Being Rich with Andy and Carolyn. We're happy to have you joining us this week as we are ready to kick off your week with some food for thought to influence, motivate, and inspire you to becoming the best version of you and help you create the life you love living. For those of you who may be joining us the first time, my name is Andy Schindling. I'm the founder of the Complete Player Charity, which is a youth development nonprofit organization that develops and prepares students and athletes for success in academics, sports, and in life. If you want to learn more about myself, you can check me out on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn at Andy Schindling. If you want to find out more about my charity, you can check them out at PCP Charity on Twitter and Instagram, or go to our website, which is tcpcharity.org. Carolyn, why don't you take this time to introduce yourself? Good morning or afternoon, wherever you may be. For those who don't know me yet, my name is Carolyn R. Owens, and I'm the chairwoman and CEO of Infinity Coaching Incorporated, where we help you up-level your skills so you can up-level your income, your career, your business, or life. And I assist my clients with creating the life of their dreams. And I have to say, we have a lot of fun in the process. So you may know me as the uh, host of Let's Coach with Carolyn that airs on Wednesdays at noon Eastern Standard Time, um, here also on Blog Talk Radio. But if you want to connect with me, you can find me all over social media. Social media, just Google Carolyn Owens or Infinity Coaching. But I'll tell you, my primary platform is Twitter, and you can find me there at Carol R. Owens. Or you can go to my website. There's a contact form there. You can email me any questions, suggestions, ideas for the show, or you want to find out more about the coaching. Um, My website is infinitycoaching.net. Awesome. Yeah, if you haven't uh, checked out Carolyn yet, you got to make sure you do that. She uh, has awesome posts throughout the day that keeps you motivated. So be sure to check that out on Twitter. Um, so over the last couple of weeks, we have been speaking about habits and the habit loop. Um, last week we touched on, you know, some of the whys or the cravings that trigger the cues to, the, to our habit loop. Um, and, and a lot of this has come to me over the last year or so after reading The Power of Habits by Charles Duhigg and incorporating this into my life now has really got us or got me thinking about the habits and the reasons um, we wanted to share this with you um, over the last couple of weeks. But if you haven't read that book, I highly encourage you to go out and read it as it will bring full circle about the habit loop and what we've discussed over the last three weeks. Um, I'm very excited to hear what Carolyn has for us this week that uh, will encourage you and inspire you and uh, help to bring to light some of the whys behind our habits in the workforce. Awesome. Um, I have not actually read that book yet, The Power of Habits, um, but I know you have talked a lot about it, The Power Loop, and 
um, excuse me, the habit loop, the cues, the rewards, and cravings. So I might just have to take time out to read it. Um, I always set a goal each year on how many books I'm going to read each year, so i got to add that one to the list. But Certainly. as you are saying, <laughs> last week we talked a lot about the why and how of our habits. And you said we know all about, you know, habits, and there's some good ones that we keep that we want to keep that help us stay focused and working towards our goals in life. And there are others that can distract us and take us completely off course. And you have to think about, you know, in, in the workplace, what are these habits that can take us off course from the dreams and the goals that we have? So if you've been following along in the series, you know um, we had a part one to this where we talked about careers and habits and how habits can impact how people view you and your performance in the workplace. I encourage you, if you haven't listened to any of the episodes in our series, they're all about 15 minutes. You can go back and just, you know, Google Be Enriched with Andy and Carolyn. They'll pop up and check them out. So you can kind of follow along with everything that we've been talking about. And when it comes to the workplace, you need to kind of think about the type of impression that you're leaving on people. How are they perceiving you? And so these habits that we have can prohibit you from getting ahead in a workplace. And so there's been several you know, habits that I've mentioned that show up frequently in the workplace. And I'll kind of do a quick recap of what some of those are just to kind of get you thinking about what the habits are for you. Like, for example, there's being late for work when you're rushing and you're hitting the snooze button. And, you know, this can impede how we prepare and start our work day, just being in that rushing kind of mode. And then there's also, um, I didn't mention uh, this one last time, but gossiping in the workplace. You know, when you hear something and you're the one that's got to, you know, tell it to the next person or, you know, the people who are, did you know? And a lot of times you don't have all the information, you got it wrong, but it's just a habit that you start sharing the information that you have, thinking you're helping someone or, you know, your your motive may be right, but it's not a good habit to have in the workplace. Never smiling, um, apologizing for all the things you do. A lot of these things are, you know, what you see, I hate to say it, but a lot of women do in the workplace, you know, guys do it too, but it's known that these are characteristics and habits that women have in the workplace. For example, taking a seat um, in the back of the room or along the sides instead of being up front or at the table. So you got to start thinking of why do we do these things? You know, what's that, you know, as Andy would say, what's that craving? What's happening that has us respond this way? So there's three things I want to touch on um, that are common reasons why we do some of the things we do. And I'm going to start with the first one is uh, society, you know, the, the, what society says in these traditional roles or stereotypical behavior of men and women in the home and in the workplace, so women will often automatically carry these, or that perception is there in the workplace where women are, are looked at to uh, arrange a meeting or get the coffee, not realizing often that she might just be that senior person in the room. So we fail victim to these viewpoints and adhere to these boundaries that are set and that are placed. Now, this is one we don't see as much anymore. 
But I have to say, even um, recently when I was talking to someone about an event that they were planning, and for one portion, I remember he was saying, I'll just have the women handle that. And so you see that perception and that thinking, that habit still exists in the workplace. Although, again, not as much, but that traditional what society says, what we see in the media carries over into that environment. Andy, have you seen or known someone where that societal view or that stereotypical viewpoint has influenced their actions in the workplace? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I see it a lot, more or less, when it, when it comes to, like, jobs. Um, when you think about, you know, an, a, an executive assistant, um, mostly, you know, women take those positions. However, you know, I'm sure there's males out there that can do a great job at that as well. But you, when you look at it, it's like, oh, those those are for the women that, that you know, women take those type of jobs. Um, well, I know for our event that we have coming up this weekend, um when we were talking about getting baskets together for silent auctions, you know, my, my first inclination was I'm going to, let me, let me have my wife do that. Let's see if we can get a group of moms to do that. Um, and it wasn't that it was more or less, Hey, you know, this is a, a women's type job or activity. It was more or less for me. They have a way better understanding of what to do and where to go. And they seem to be able to get a lot of stuff when they ask. And, so that I will be honest, you know, that was certainly um, my first inclination when we were thinking about the, the baskets. Um, please don't judge or look at me differently, but I just feel that, you know, w- women have a, a, a way better success rate when they go and ask for things and get things that have to do with kids um, as opposed to men, and I say that first-handedly because I get turned down a lot. So, no, I would – that that's certainly one of the things that I I see in when I think about events for myself and my or my organization. So I want if you guys are following along, I want you guys to remember this example because when we talk about changing habits and behaviors, we are going to come back to this. I promise. Um, thank you, Andy, for sharing. Oh yeah, that because I can throw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> we got to come back to that. Because it's a perfect example for what we're going to do next week um, from where you left it. So that's perfect, guys. Please tune in. Um, Now, the second reason I wanted to mention is often lack of confidence or feeling that you're not good enough or worthy. Um, I remember being selected for a project when I was on active duty in the military, and one of the first things I said was, why me? You know, I didn't feel like I could, you know, it was such a big project and how it was going to impact the Navy. And um, and I was like, me, really? And then I remember someone who uh, had worked with me saying, why not you? You know, and that was like, whoa, you're right. I can do this. And I did very well on the project. And it was probably one of the best things I did on, on before I retired. But it was the first thing I said, why me? You know? So despite all the training or experience one has, they're often still hesitant to take that next step because that voice is in their head um, telling them, yeah, why you? You know, don't take that seat at the table because you don't deserve to sit there. And um, how about this one? You Have you, Andy, seen someone where confidence or self-doubt has helped them back from taking that next step? 
Yeah, um, certainly. And, you know, I'm actually, you know, living it right now um, with my wife who has, hasn't been in the business workforce for a while, so she's been very hesitant on on applying for jobs, thinking she's not capable. Um, and I know speaking with some former, um, or actually there's still current military moms who have been out of the workforce for a while, you know, they, they keep telling me, I just, I don't know, Andy, like I haven't been in the workforce for a while. I'm not sure, you know, if my skills will line up or do I even have the skills and, you know, I just try to remind them, you know, my wife included, is as long as you have the, the, the mind frame of you're willing to learn and you're going to give it your all um, and, and you just go in there and try to absorb as much information and knowledge as you can about the job, that, that everybody has skills. You know, we're blessed with skills that you just got to believe in yourself that you can do it. So, yeah, I certainly am, and am living that firsthand and, and definitely hear about ladies who are trying to get back into the work, workforce, experience that doubt and insecurity. And that that's a tough place to uh, be when you, you know, that confidence is the one thing often standing in the way of that promotion or that uh, career transition that we want to make or even starting our own businesses because you're going to have a lot of naysayers and people telling you what you can't do that's going to influence that as well. But as I said, that's another reason that that why on why we don't, you know, take that leap or take that step when it comes to that work environment. And so the third one I wanted to mention, and as we kind of wind down here to this morning, as a career strategist, um, one of the other reasons I hear and you know have heard from my clients a lot is based on their past experiences, how we let our past experiences create these limiting beliefs as to how much we can do or even how we interact with other people. And so when I'm talking about this, it's those things where you may have um, worked with someone in the past where you had a horrible supervisor who wasn't supportive, who was very critical. Well, in terms of a lot of times that criticism, they were you know, trying to give you feedback to help you grow, but you know, it started to create this negative picture. So how you communicate with your supervisor and interact when you get in a new situation, you still have that memory in your head, and you think all supervisors are going to be this way. Or even you can go back into childhood experiences and things that happened. You know, if you came from a dysfunctional home or things weren't so great, you know, or you, like for me, I'm from Philly, okay, grown up, raised, you know, Temple, Philly, all things Philly. So a lot of people had preconceived perceptions about who I was and who I'd become from growing up in Philly. And I didn't, you know, realize it until somebody actually said something to me that that's why they were kind of hesitant because they heard I was from Philly. And I'm like, really? Huh. So I did not, I didn't let it limit me. But those type of things could, that judgment, those things we hear, um, the experiences we have in life, they shape us, but we shouldn't let them limit us. And that's what we do. It can impact the habits and things we do. We're hesitant to communicate a certain way. We're hesitant to take that next step. You know, so our habits that influence us, we're not going to talk to our supervisor or we're not going to do certain things, and we create these habits that limit us from getting ahead in the workplace. 
So any thoughts on that, Andy? Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking here. So, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm not hearing you properly, but it seems that what you're saying is that these our past experiences, whether successes or failures, can actually create habits on, on how we respond to things or, or how we we believe in ourselves. So is, am I hearing that right? Because that's a very interesting point. Yes. Yes, you're hearing oh, that's it fantastic. correctly. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, that's, we, we, go ahead. No, I was just saying that, that's, that's very interesting um, because, you know, when we – one thing I try to tell my athletes that I work with and even even the students is you can't let past failures dictate future success. And, no, and it seems that um, our past, can help, can create habits that inhibit you know our future growth. So I like that concept. That's, that's very that's awesome. I love it. And you know, it, when we start understanding the why um, behind some of the habits we have, some of the things we do, by just making a few small changes, we can take our careers and our lives and our businesses to whole new levels. We can move past what's holding us back from getting that promotion or making a career change that we've been thinking about. And so next week we're going to start talking about how do you, you know, change some of these habits, make these small adjustments so you can be that best version of you. Any final thoughts before we close today, Andy? No, nope. I uh I'm looking forward to next week and, and seeing how we can <laughs> inspire and motivate them next week and uh just wish y'all a great week, blessed week and if if you're living in where there's some sunshine, please pass it in our directions. We need it. <laughs> so I encourage you, um if you haven't listened to past episodes, please go back and do. Or uh, you can also find us on iTunes. If you look up Let's Coach and you'll see the episodes there for Be Enriched. Uh, next week, we'll be back Monday at 8.30 uh, for our uh, next dose of our burst of motivational moments. We want to get you thinking and stepping outside your comfort zone. And so until then, be enriched and be inspired. Have an awesome, blessed week. <laughs>